Welcome to the Driven Woman Podcast, where we're on a mission to empower women with the mindset, tools, and strategies so that they can lead powerfully and authentically in order to make a massive impact on this world. I'm your host, Sophia Bryan. Hi there, Driven Women. This episode of the podcast was actually recorded live on Facebook last year on December 16th, 2019. So some of the references regarding listenership, uh, there have been some diff- some changes since the start of 2020. In any event, I'm excited to share this podcast with you because some amazing nuggets were shared and I know it will add significant value to your lives. Remember to go over to sophiabryan.com to grab your strategic planning workbook and I look forward to your feedback from the conversation. Talk soon. Hi there, good night to you all. I am Sophia Bryan, your host for the Driven Woman podcast. I had a false start just now, so the microphone that I use The blue light comes on even if the microphone is turned off. Okay, so uh, that explains why no one was hearing me earlier. All right, so I just tested it so I know that y'all are hearing me now. So yeah, I was saying that the even though the light on my microphone comes on, it doesn't mean that the microphone is actually turned on. I actually have to turn push the button to the side of the microphone. (laughs) All right. Hi there. Cyan, is that how your name is pronounced? Hey there. Thanks for tuning in. So uh, the Driven Woman podcast has listeners from 29 countries now. Yes, 29 countries. I started this podcast um, in September of this year. And I'm excited about how much it has grown, how it's allowed my platform to grow and how it has allowed my personal brand to evolve and the difference these interviews and these conversations are making in the lives of women all over the world. And I'm so excited about that. And because I'm so excited, I feel like I need to uh, let you know all the countries will Oh, can I do that? Yeah, 29. I can do that. So listeners from the US, Jamaica, United Kingdom, Canada, Singapore, South Africa, Spain, Germany, Trinidad and Tobago, Kenya, Antigua and Barbuda, New Zealand, Philippines, Zimbabwe, Malawi, Argentina, and I do not even speak Spanish. Well, I know a little bit of Spanish. Indonesia, (laughs) El Salvador, Nigeria, uh, Lithuania, Malawi. Okay, yes, Argentina, I said that already. Okay, the other ones are Nigeria, Austria, Nepal, and Australia. So I have listeners from all of those countries, and it is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing to know that this platform, this podcast has allowed me to reach so many lives and I'm excited. And I thought that, well, I love my Facebook fam and I'm like, well, let's do this episode, which will be the, um, the next episode for the, for December. Um, I actually have been doing some editing and I feel like 
uh, this should be the close to 2019, um, you know, our lessons learned and start off with a bang. So we're on the cusp of 2020. Uh, another decade is about to start. Yay! And we've all grown so much. Um, I think now more than ever, it's so apparent that great things can happen over a 10-year span. You know, things don't need to happen. Uh, so great things can happen within 10 years. If it doesn't happen in a year or two years or three years or even seven years, be sure it will happen in 10 years if you put your mind to it. Right. Thank you for the likes. All right. So I'm going to be in this episode, I'm going to be speaking about uh, some key lessons um, I've learned um, in, uh, in five areas of life. And I feel like, well, I hope that my perspective and what I've experienced will add some value to your own life. And this will be an opportunity for you to reflect further and to do your own personal evaluation of the past decade of this year. Uh, and of course, if you want to go in depth, I'm going to be hosting a webinar this coming Saturday for my Patreon members. Uh, for those who want to support the show, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash driven woman podcast. That's where you can go to support the show, um, become a Patreon and receive exclusive content. I'm hosting my first masterclass on Saturday and that's for the persons who join at the tier of $10 per month or above. And if you just want to participate in the class, you can join and then cancel at any time afterwards. If you would want an opportunity to chat with me personally about your own strategic plan for the upcoming year, upcoming decade, uh, we can have a conversation and you can just register for the $25 tier um, and that will give you an opportunity to get a quick, well, a quick 20 minutes, a 20 minute conversation with me. So I think that's awesome. Tis the season to give <laughs> and to give generously. And I feel like that's a... Um, it's a great opportunity to receive some great coaching um, and get your life together. Right. So into the show now. <laughs> On with off with the shameless plugging. All right. So I recently, for those of you who have my WhatsApp number, uh, I recently changed my status and my name. So my name on WhatsApp is hashtag money magnet. I took my name off <laughs> um, because I'm that serious about money right now. And my status says making money moves. And that was very intentional because as Lisa Nicole says, where energy glows, where energy goes, energy flows. And where you simply means wherever you put your energy, it's going to, um, you're going to reap a benefit from there. And you're going to see the reward. So the energy is just going to multiply. And so money is a very important thing for me now. A lot of us growing up, we um, we hear things that money is the root of da-da-da-da-da. Rich people are bad. <clears throat> if you want to have massive wealth, you are greedy, da-da-da-da-da. And the funny thing is, people that actually have money never really repeat those things. 
And even though there are persons who are born into wealth and have a sort of guilt associated with that, maybe because they feel as though they haven't worked hard enough for it or, you know, they have negative attitude about money as well. And so for me, um, taking the time to understand money, taking the time to say to money that, yes, I love you and I appreciate you and I want you in my life, <laughs> it has um, made a big difference in my bank accounts. And it has made a difference in the lifestyle that I have. I mean, there's so much more room for growth and there's there's so much, you know, I want to experience in life and, and so on. But just having that mind shift around money, saying that, you know, I want it and not harboring any negative thoughts that have come my way because of what I've learned as a young adult or what I, you know, what I've learned from my parents has made a, an astronomical difference for me in the amount of money I make. Uh, from a business perspective, uh, your, the amount of money that you make, it has a direct correlation with the amount of people that you help and the amount of value that you're adding to this world. And when I heard, you know, the concept of, the amount of money that you have is a direct correlation to the value that you're adding. And I'm, I thought to myself, well, I feel like I'm adding a great deal to the world, but why is my money not being reflective of that? Right? And I, and I decided that it was time for me to do something about that. And so I decided to make a more concerted effort into income generation. I said no to financial abuse. Go and check out my podcast episode about financial exploitation. <laughs> and you hear a lot about what I have to say about that. So um, I take pride in myself and I know I add a lot of value to, to wherever I go. And so... Um, I try my best to, I negotiate for my worth and I encourage other people to do the same. And of course, that muscle is not something that is necessarily built, necessarily built overnight, especially if you are from an extremely humble background and you are told that you should just be appreciative of everything that you have, you know, and you shouldn't answer too much out of life and all, the, all, the, all of those things. If you are from that background, it's even harder for you to build that muscle where you can say that I know my value, I know my worth, and um, I know what I bring to the table in terms of my skill sets, my talents, my knowledge, my expertise. And because of that, I am not going to um, accept less than what I deserve. It takes a while to get to that stage. So let me just do some quick shouts out. Hi, Sion. Hi, Kiddies. Hi, Norman. Hi, Kacharno. Hope I pronounced your name properly. Hi, David. Hi, Blair. Hi, Alexander. Hi, Deandra. Thanks for tuning in to the live <laughs> of this episode. All right. So, so that's it for money. So some key lessons right there where money is concerned. Know your worth. Know your value. Say, let money know that you want it. 
don't have no um, negative intentions where money is concerned. And if you have those negative things associated with money, I encourage you to start it out, work around it. Because if you have a problem with making money, you are not going to make money. And another thing is be careful of the language that you use around money. Um, do not say to yourselves things like, oh, I'm bad at it or, or all the bad things that we say because you're talking to yourself. So instead say, I'm, I am good with money. I'm good with budgeting. I'm good with increasing money, which is why I changed my WhatsApp, WhatsApp status to money magnet because... That's what I am, a money magnet. All right, and I say that without apologies. Yes, so number two, so that's it for money. Number two, relationships. Um, and this includes both friendships and intimate partnerships or intimate relationships, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. All right, so uh, I also did, I remember... In, a, in my newsletter, the Drive, Drive Weekly Digest, I have a newsletter that I send out weekly. It's called the Drive Weekly Digest, and you can get access to it by joining my mailing list. All you have to do is go to sophiabryan.com, and you will see several options to join my mailing list. One of the episodes I, I did are the... Yeah, the episodes, that's what you call it, issues. One of the issues, recent issues of the newsletter, I said that this, the heading was life is not quite like high school anymore, right? As an adult, life isn't quite like high school because you have to do a lot, put a lot of intention behind the relationships that you have, like friendships, professional relationships. They don't just happen just like that. You kind of have to put some effort into it. You kind of have to put some thought into it to make your friendships happen. And I have come to that realization. And I've talked about uh, networking in the past. Um, I probably will make that a podcast episode because I thought I shared some really good uh, information there. I've done a Facebook Live in the past where I speak about different networking tactics that I've used over the years and that I recommend. You have to put a lot of intention in your relationships, in your friendships. Uh, if there are people that you don't get an opportunity to speak often or your, your relationship is not ignited often, you actually have to take that step to reach out to the individual. Uh, um, you have to reach out to people, say, say hello, ask them how they're doing, check in with them momentarily. Uh, if you want to get real meticulous about it, you can create a list of people that you need to follow up with every week, you know, people that you need to check in with, touch base with, and you'd be amazed at, um, how much value that can add to your life. Friendships take time, friendships take work. And you, it's not just like high school where you have to see the person every single day. And so you don't have to put a lot of effort into the communication. You have to put effort into, you have to reach out to people. You have to set dates to link up, you know, you have to, yeah, you have to do these things. You know, you have to prioritize your friendships because 
your friendships will take you through or support you through some of the most difficult circumstances and difficult challenges. Your friendships will ex expose you to opportunities. Your friendships will allow doors to be opened for you. And so you have to nurture them like a child. And even if you don't speak to someone every single day, at least comment on a social media post here and there. If they invite you to go somewhere, turn up, right? <laughs> uh, if there's no real reason for you to not uh, support whatever they're doing, turn up. If they're hosting an event, turn up. Or maybe just show support through social media to let them know that, hey, I see you, I love what you're doing, I value you. That's what relationships are about. And you have to put a little bit of effort into it. So that's what I've learned. I was always that awkward person in high school and even maybe in university as well. I was always that awkward person. And I mean, aren't we all awkward in some sort of way? We all just want to be accepted and to be seen. And so um, I guess this is where the leader in me comes in. I realize that I just can't wait uh, to be seen or to for someone to reach out to me to connect because... Sometimes people may not be bold. Maybe sometimes you kind of have, you may not be as approachable as you think you are. And sometimes if you take that first step, people say, oh, wow, this is an actually a great person. And before you know it, you have a high quality, even more vast network. So yeah, um, be open to having friends across the globe, I think is important as well. Uh, some of my best friends do not live in Jamaica. Um, I don't really see them often, but we have a tight bond. And so, you know, there's that as well. In the area of intimate relationships or intimate partnerships, whatever we call them, whatever that fancy word is for that in 2019, I've learned that uh, no one person can be your be all and end all even if they want to be, even if they want to be your be all and end all and they want to be the only person that you need, nobody can be that for you, right? Nobody can be that for you. And even if you are so impressed with the level of consistency that this person have, how much love they're showing you with, you have to be aware and mindful of the fact that this person just, they're just not equipped to be your end all and be all. And they are not responsible for making you happy. You are responsible for making you happy. Um, they're not responsible for making you sad either. You determine whether or not you feel sad. Um, so that's, that's a key thing I've also learned. Hi, Marjorie. Uh, that's one of the key things I've learned. Um, no one can be a be-all, end-all. Our relationships, or intimate partnerships are there for support, love, compassion, all those good things. But we have to be mindful of the amount of weight that we place on the relationship and the level of expectations we have for people, of people. So this just came to my mind. So exchange expectation for appreciation. Just be appreciative of all they're doing in life, what they're doing to make your life better and be happy about that. And I'm not saying you, you, you shouldn't have standards or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying, of course. But um, 
be more appreciative than having expectations. That's where I'll end on that. Um, on the note of body, uh, mind, uh, personal growth, I have been fortunate to have um, invested in myself and gotten the help of mentors um, over the past decade. And a lot of my relationships with mentors started in 2016. People that I've actually either attended their workshops or I've actually paid for their coaching services or paid for... I did an article on LinkedIn recently about how getting coaching has made a big difference in my life and entrepreneurial journey. So go and check that out on my LinkedIn, Sophia Bryan, uh, Sophia D. Bryan. Um, you'll find that article. I think it's a great read. I've, I've been told it's a great read. <laughs> uh, personal growth, um, you can get exponentially further if you get the support of someone who has already done it and have done it with a great deal of success, it's key. Um, so personal growth um, is something that I, in, I place a lot of emphasis on. Recently, I, uh, when I say recently, a few years ago, I discovered that I'm a very audio person. Um, I like to listen and I, learn best when I hear something. I'm, I'm able to remember something whenever I hear it. And so I started getting into audible books. And that was because of mentors and coaches. That's how I discovered that because I invested in a coaching program about money. <laughs> That's when I realized that I'm an audio learner. And I've started to spend a lot of time with uh, audio books um, and improving myself in that regard. So personal growth does not have to be an expensive endeavor. All you need to do is commit to reading or listening to a book a week or so, or maybe a month, you know, you don't have to pressure yourself or whatever. Uh, start off by doing that, reading a book a week or listening to a book a week, taking notes, maybe rereading the same book more than once or taking bite-sized chunks of different chapters of a book and get to the next level, invest in a coach or attend personal growth-related workshops or seminars or webinars, uh, invest in a coach, depending on the area that you think you need a lot of support with, you get someone who you, ad who you admire, you see the quality and the value that they uh, possess and you can purchase their services, invest in yourself in that way. So that has made a remarkable difference in my life, even for this podcast. Um, I, I mean, I sought out information about how to get it done and I invested in myself again and got the relevant guidance about some of the key things to get the podcast started. And of course, doing that, it sort of, not sort of, it did reduce the learning curve for me and reduce the amount of time it took to figure a lot of things out. Um, so yeah, I love doing the podcast. The editing part, not so much. The editing part, not so much. And I hope that I will, um, well, not hope. <laughs> the thing is, uh, 
my thinking is that, okay, how am I going to find someone who will know what I want to not be a part of an episode, what to cut or what to leave in and that sort of a thing. But I do know that there are professional people that edit podcasts and with any relationship, you eventually figure out what the person's likes and dislikes are. And so I just need to give it a chance. And... Um, Maybe the end of first quarter 2020, I will have to go and get um, people to edit the podcast for me. Um, so that's, I mean, it's sort of a scary decision to me, but I think I'm going to have to do it because it, it's a lot of work. No lie, it's a lot of work to edit. All right, so personal growth, prioritize personal growth. Go and get help. You don't need to figure it out all alone. If you're struggling in a particular area, go and get the people that who are gifted, who are talented in this area and get their support and advice. Spirituality, that's number four. Spirituality um, has been an ongoing, it's, all, it's a journey, right? It's, it's not something you figure out overnight. That's, that's my biggest lesson where spirituality is concerned. But I will say that prioritizing having a connection with God, with the Creator, um, whom you know, whatever the the cultural context is for you, I know that prioritizing um, having that sort of experience for yourself puts you at an advantage in this world because. It allows you to be more in tune with who you are and you are better able to have an appreciation of why you are here, what your purpose is and the work that you're meant to be doing in the world. And so I encourage everyone to prioritize your spiritual life. Of course, at different stages of life, there are different things that will take precedence. But for me, spirituality needs to always be um, at the forefront and one of the things I do to connect with my spiritual side which I've, I've spoken about before is I journal so I write down my thoughts um, I have a gratitude journal so right now I actually have four journals and I'll tell you what each journal is for right um, so my friends on Facebook can see <laughs> so I have four journals at the moment right uh, so this one is my gratitude journal. So as much as I can, I mean, ideally I should be doing this every day, <laughs> but no practice should become laborious, right? It should be something that you find joy in and it should give you energy. So as much as I can, you know, a couple of times per week, I spend the time to write in my journal and talk about all the good things that I'm thankful for, right? So I talk about what I'm thankful for. And what's even more beautiful is when I elaborate on the thing. So for example, um, if I speak about the fact that I'm thankful for my, my home, you know, I will elaborate on why I'm so thankful for my home, what are the things about the, the, the home that I love. So I'll go in depth by saying, oh, I just love my community. It's so quiet, it's so safe, my neighbors. <laughs> seem to be minding their own business, um, yet still they are very friendly, uh, things like that. Going in depth, um, it's, 
it allows the journaling or the gratitude journaling to be an even more uh, therapeutic experience and an opportunity for me to hail God and say, hey, thank you, God. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for life and all of those things. So I encourage everyone to get into gratitude journaling. Give it a try. You can start off by just acknowledging five things that you're thankful for in the morning and, um, you know, build up from there. And maybe you find a community of like-minded people. Um, with my traveling, I need to get that part started up again, finding a community of, of people to to practice my faith with. Uh, but until then, journaling is a key component. My other journal, this is my, what you call manifestation journal. And the word manifest means to create something. Uh, so you think about something that you want to achieve. So rather than begging for it or asking for it, you recognize that there is some amount of creative control on your part and you have an opportunity to actually create the life that you want. I have a podcast episode called I Am the Ar- You're the Architect of Your Re- Reality. Go check that one out. That's one of the, that one was really loved by you guys as well. So this is my manifestation journal. This journal I use when I need to make a note of all the things I need to do with my creative projects and my business and my podcast, or all the, any ideas I have, creative ideas, I put it down in this one. And then this is my everyday to-do list journal. So I, I use this one the most, as you can imagine. So this is where I put my to-do list and, and that good stuff. And sometimes other things may filter into it, but, you know, it's fine. Right, so journaling is very important, being organized, and this also ties in with personal growth. The final area I want to speak about on this broadcast is health. Health, very important. Um, Health is very, 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 what am I mimicking right now? (laughs) Very, very, very important, right? Uh, health is your wealth. Uh, you can't do anything, you can't achieve anything without having a healthy body. And as a steward of your body, you need to treat it well and ensure that it receives the proper nourishment and the proper care that it needs to function in order for you to do the work that you've been called to do in this world. So that's why it's so important for you to be healthy. So mental health is also a very critical component of health. And this goes back into my journaling practice of being grateful. If I start every day with being grateful for the things that I have, it gets me in a positive mode. Um, If I organize my day by or my week by highlighting the things that I need to sort out or my key priorities that also helps me to feel a little bit more focused and organized, thereby more clarity happens up in this the brain space. So mental health is also a key component of your overall health and well-being. Uh, one of the things I realize is that sometimes you just have to recognize that you, if you fall off, you just have to start again. If you are not um, satisfied with what your body is looking like and how it's performing, 
you have to simply commit to just do like doing an overhaul. Hi there, Elvis. You just have to commit to doing an overhaul. You just have to change up the whole thing. Um, change your diet if needs be, because nothing, you know, the short-term pleasure of bad food does not and would never ever outweigh the benefits of having a healthy vessel and a healthy body. And it's been a journey to, for me, uh, you know, as it relates to loving my body and appreciating it for what it is and figuring out what it loves, what it enjoys, that sort of thing. But that is time well spent. That's time well spent. So do not cheat yourself by eating fast food. Spend the extra coin and get organic if you can. Uh, hey, for me, I realized that, you know, I've, I've spent different, have, I've had different stints uh, being in the U.S. And for me, I just feel like it's worth the extra step and the effort to get organic food. Yes, we know that organic may not be organic. But um, if you can go out of your way to find something that's a little bit more healthy, it makes a difference. And I'm so thankful that I was brought up in Jamaica so that I know what good food tastes like. But going into a different environment, it's important. You have to take extra care with what you eat. And you also have to be mindful of how stress affects your body. Some of us, we get very slim when we're under stress. Some of us gain weight when we're under stress. So you kind of have to figure out how does stress affect you. Hi, Shanique. How are you? Uh, you have to figure out what works for you and um, act accordingly. Adjust yourself accordingly. One of the interesting things I found out is that um, I really can't eat more than once or twice a day. Right? Uh, even if I wanted to. It's almost as though I, I feel like as you get older, like your desire for food decreases. I, I mean, I'd love to hear what people have to say about this. Um, I find myself, maybe it, it comes with habit or being just being more self-conscious. Um, you don't need three meals a day. That's for sure. I've realized that I, that I don't need three meals a day. Um, sometimes one, I have one meal a day and sometimes maybe what would be one meal is had over like the duration of the day. So I don't know if it's, if it's an old age thing, <laughs> please let me know guys. Let me know what your experience is with this, but I can't really eat more than one meal, one good meal per day. And, um, you don't need to be, your food is really fuel. Um, you know, we eat to live, not live to eat. And so um, readjusting my attitude towards food and my feelings around food has been very, very helpful for me in my life. Um, there are days when I have gotten bogged down about, oh, wait, oh, this sagging, this not looking as perfect as I'd want it to look, but such is life. All I can do is take care of it the best way I can. And it's really a learning process, a journey to figuring out how to love my body and how to take care of it. So that's my two cents around health. Prioritize health, figure out what works for you, learn your body, um, you know, fit in as much exercise as you can because it really does help with your mental clarity along with journaling, along with organizing your day as much as possible. 
right? Um, but health is very important. And I spoke about relationships earlier on, having healthy relationships with friends within, within the context of intimate partnerships also makes a significant difference in your health as well. So I hope that you enjoyed this chat, uh, Facebook fam. And to those of you who listen to the podcast, I'd love to hear your feedback about some of these lessons that I've learned, what your take is. And I'd love to learn to know what your lesson learns have been. Uh, so subscribe to the podcast on, on iTunes. Um, you can go to my website, sophiabryan.com forward slash podcast to see all the episodes and to get the link to follow us on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Reviews help. Why am I not getting any reviews? You, I know you all are listening. <laughs> 29 countries, but people haven't been leaving reviews. Why? Why? Go to my page now. Click on that link. Subscribe to the show and leave a review. Thank you. So uh, I look forward to your feedback. For those of you watching the replay, right? Hashtag replay. Love to hear from, from you guys. And to my podcast fam who will be listening to the audio and won't be seeing me. Uh, thanks for all your support. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, even though y'all aren't leaving reviews, I don't know why. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm so happy that I've been able to add value to your lives in such a beautiful way. You don't have to take the 30 minutes or so to listen to a show, but you do. And you keep on listening. So it simply means that a lot of value is being added to your life. So I'm, I'm so honored to be that part of your life, um, adding to your personal growth and development. So thank you. Thank you very much. And I look forward to an amazing 2020 and I look forward to um, all the amazing people that I'll be having conversations with. Um, side note, if you know of anyone that you think would be a great fit for the show, let me know and I'll reach out to them. Or if you think you'd be a great fit for the show based on your story, we talk to women who are in male dominated spaces and we talk to women who are, who are in roles uh, where it was unexpected. It wasn't expected of them to, to be in the space that they're in. So women in business, women in law, women in engineering, uh, women in personal development. Um, if you think that you'd be a good fit for the show, reach out to me. You know, that, that's fine. All right, so have a good evening. It is officially the week before Christmas, and I'm excited. I love Christmas. I love the, the giving. I love the energy. I love the receiving, of course. <laughs> uh, but it's the spirit of giving, and I love it, and I love how generous people are at this time of the year. And I just love how happy everyone is. Don't you love that, right? So, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Uh, thanks for joining me in this chat. And please do share your feedback with me. And go and subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. Thank you. Leave a review. Join my class. Join my Patreon. You can join at um, $5 a month if you want to support me with the show because Trust and believe said running a podcast takes money. <laughs> it ain't free. <laughs> and um, look out for exciting interviews and look out for 
some amazing content coming out and amazing things from me in 2020 and beyond. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Driven Woman podcast. Let's keep the conversation going over Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Driven Woman podcast. If you loved this episode, and I know you did, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This allows more people to get access to the show and the quality conversations that we have over here, right? Can you do that? I'm counting on you. And until next time, stay driven, 